Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, but if you've got your Bibles, open with me to Psalm. Or as my son Jack would say, plasm. Psalm 103. And if you've got a marker, you can put it in Matthew chapter 8 as well. Psalm 103. It's a psalm of David. This is what it says in verse 1. We're going to be reading the first three verses together. This is what it says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity and heals, who heals all your diseases. Let's pray for the word today. God, we thank you for the word. Father, we thank you for our Bibles. God, we're grateful for these pages, for these verses. Lord, we thank you that it's not like any other book. It's not like any other thing that we pick up and read, but this is your breath on a page, living, active, sharp, precise, Lord. And so, God, we thank you as we open up our hearts to the Word today that you will do what only you can do, which is do spiritual surgery on us all. And so we're ready for that, Holy Spirit. Come and speak to us, and we're ready. We're expectant today. In Jesus' name, we all said, amen. Amen. We have been kind of in a series that has sort of become a series as we've gone along. It sort of happens from time to time. I would say probably half a dozen times in five or so years I've been preaching in a, in a kind of a way, I feel like the Lord has put something on my heart and it's turned into a series as we've kind of gotten to the end of one message, you know, gone back to the books, gone back to the moleskin with a pen and looked to the Word and quickly discovered that the Lord is speaking to me and saying, son, we're not done with this yet. Don't try to move on. And so we keep preaching and keep going down these, um, down these sort of roads as he's, just, as he's showing us many things. And so we've been discovering and maybe rediscovering for many of us the nature of God the last few weeks. Um, if you've missed some of these messages, I just want to encourage you. They, they all kind of tie together. And so we'd love for you to go and, and, and watch those. They're available on our church website and the YouTube channel and inside the app. But I started with talking about God's faithfulness. And these are all reflective of his nature. So I talked about the faithful God. God will always show up. And he's always on time. He's a faithful God. That's his character. And then we went from there. We talked about his kindness, how God is a kind God. He's a kind, loving, consistent, faithful, steadfast God. He wants you to experience his kindness. Um, Something else we talked about was his graciousness, that God has decided to make it known to his people that he's a God of grace, that he's a God who's gracious in nature. And then we talked about God's generosity towards us, that he's a generous God. He's not stingy. He's not tight. He's the God of the overflow, not the undersupply. That's our God. He's a generous God. And so today, the title of the message is this, The Healing God. 
Come on, write that down, the healing God. And I feel like the Lord's put it on my heart, there'll be people today in all three services that never heard a message about healing. There might be people in here today that are brand new Christians that don't really know anything about what the Scripture says and what, what, what they can expect in their lives when it comes to the healing God, the nature of God. Let me ask you a question. Do you think God can heal you? Let me ask it this way. Do you think he wants to heal you? So I want to take a moment in these next few minutes as we wrap up kind of this series about God's nature. I want to talk about healing, about God's healing nature. And it's my prayer in this message today that it's going to build your faith to understand who he is so that then you can have the faith to believe for healing. It's a whole lot easier to believe that God wants to heal you when you understand that He's a healing God. It's a whole lot harder to believe for healing when you think that it takes maybe the right move on your behalf or it it takes maybe the right step to take or being in the right place at the right time. Could you imagine if we lived our lives that way? Where it's just like, man, I wonder if I'm going to get lucky today. I wonder if God is going to show up for me today. We don't have to wonder anymore because we know who He is. We have all the details. It's in the fine print. Number one, point number one this morning, come on, God is a healer. Let me just talk about what healing is before we get into this. Um, This is the biblical definition of healing, okay? Healing is the restoration of body, mind, or spirit, okay, body, mind, or spirit, to a state of wholeness and well-being. Sometimes we get confused. We live in an age where, you know, this is sort of something that's, you know, talked about. There's a lot of misleading information. There's a lot of um, other religious beliefs around this. There's a lot of other, you know, concepts that are out there. Um, But this is what the biblical definition is. It's a restoration of body, mind, or spirit to a state of wholeness and well-being. In other words, wholeness is simply this, not missing anything. Not missing anything. God doesn't want you to miss anything. And then it also says that it's a state of well-being. Let me, let me just change the words up so we can understand a little bit better. It's being well. That's the definition in the Bible, what we see in the Scriptures as healing. The restoration of body, mind, and spirit to a state of being we call wholeness. Nothing missing, complete, perfect, well-functioning wholeness and being well, well-being. That's the biblical definition. But the Scriptures say that God is a healer. We're answering a big question in these messages. Who is God? Who is God? Not what He's doing for me or not what He could do for me, but actually today, who is he? What is he like? I pray that people might come up to you in the weeks and the months ahead and say, who is God? What is God like? And you'll be able to answer him, God is a healer. I want you to write this name down. And hopefully we're going to put it up on the screen. I want you to write this name down and never forget it. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. It's first seen in Exodus 15, verse 26, but it's a name 
that carries so much weight that says this in verse 26, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord, your healer. Jehovah means God. Rapha means to heal or to make whole. And he's known in the scriptures as Jehovah Rapha. This is who he is. We see it again, Jeremiah 30. This is when the exiles are gonna come back and, and, and the prophet is, is, is describing what God is gonna do as a reflection of his nature to, the, to the, the exiles coming back. He says, for I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord. We see it again in Isaiah 30. Moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. The light of the sun will be sevenfold as the light of the seven days. In the day when the Lord binds up the brokenness of his people, look at this, and heals the wounds inflicted by his blow. And in Psalm 103, King David, who by the way was a man after God's own heart, 1 Samuel 13 verse 14 says, that he was a man after God's heart. In other words, he knew who God was. And in Psalm 103, at a stage in King David's life where things were not so good anymore. I mean, this was like, if you could picture a hill, like David was kind of getting over the hill a little bit. Things weren't great. His, his reign had come to an end. He's, 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 he's over the people and, you know, he was being chased out of the city. He had issues with his kids. You know, he had people chasing him down. He was in a bad place and he writes these words and they just stood out to me Exactly like this. It said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases. Look at the word who. He gives us the key right there. It's not what he does, it's who he is. It's his nature, it's his it's 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 his character, it's his person. David knew who God was. And the Holy Spirit made sure that these words would be there for us to know who God is, that He forgives and He heals. God is a God who heals. He's a healing God. We love to tell stories about people, don't we? You know, like I, I, I do it too. You know, we start telling of these legends we meet in our life. And oh, let me tell you about this guy that I used to, you know, go to school with. Let me tell you about this guy who used to be in my life. You start telling the stories about these people, but how, how often do we tell stories about how, about how good God is? He says, this is, this is my God who forgives and who heals. He says, forgives your iniquities and heals all your diseases. So number one, God is a healer. Number two, from Psalm 103, God wants you to be healed. This is a revelation I believe that many people are going to catch today, maybe for the very first time. God wants you to be healed. And I've met far too many people that believe otherwise. That because of the things that they've done, that because of the path they've been on, some choices maybe that have been made, or maybe simply just because they don't feel like they're good enough, they feel like God doesn't want to heal them. That it's not God's desire. But see, there's something that, that's wrong with that is that that's not what the Scriptures say. It says that inside and out, God wants to heal us. 
the physical and the spiritual, the natural and the supernatural. Think about the ministry of Jesus. What was one of the main things he did when it came to miracles? He healed people's bodies. He opened eyes. He helped people recover from lifelong illnesses in a moment. But that wasn't just it. It wasn't just natural eyes he was opening. Come on, somebody. He was opening spiritual eyes as well. It's the desire of God to want us to be healed so that we can see naturally, but more importantly than that, that we can see Him spiritually, that our bodies can be healed so that we can walk in a way, not just naturally, but spiritually as well, healed and whole. That's His purpose and His plan and His, His will and His desire for you today. That God, He wants us healed. It's His desire. He forgives our iniquities. That means He forgives the inside of us. You know, Jeremiah 17 and verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. So when God comes into our life, you know what He does? He does a heart transplant. Heals us. In an instant, I've experienced this transformation in my own life. I firmly believe the heart that I have now is not the heart that I used to have. And I'm not talking about my natural heart. I'm talking about the very inside of who I am. My soul, my spirit, something changed. The moment I said yes to Jesus, it was like all of a sudden the heart of stone was gone. It's the miracle of healing that takes place from the inside out. Can I just encourage you, if you say you're a Christian, if you say you follow a Jesus, you have been healed spiritually. On the inside, that heart of stone is gone. Now you have a heart of flesh. And this is what that means, that you can be sensitive. You can understand, you can perceive the things of God like you never could before. You didn't have a chance of being able to understand God before that moment. But he heals us. He forgives the inside. He heals the inside. And then he doesn't just stop there. He also heals the outside. He wants to heal you spiritually, but he also desires to heal you physically. You know, God cares about your body, which is why you should too. He, he, he cares about your body. But why would anyone think that God would stop at spiritual healing and not want us to be physically healed as well? It doesn't line up, doesn't make sense. But here's three ways that God heals our bodies. First of all, He heals our bodies naturally. I want you to think about this. God has given us bodies that are designed by Him to heal themselves. Come on, somebody. This is amazing. Did you know that God has given you a body that has the capability to heal itself? You have an, we have an inbuilt system that heals itself. That is God healing us by giving us a natural body that can do this. When you hurt yourself, your body has an immune system that, 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 that makes way for inflammation to happen that is a way for you to begin the healing process and your body gets the attention it needs. We have cells within our blood system that are designed specifically to fight infection. Yeah, sometimes you'd be like, oh, God doesn't want to heal me. The body you're living in is proof that God wants to heal you. He heals us naturally. You have a blood system that forms clots so that when you cut yourself, you don't just bleed to death. We have skin that knows how to repair itself. 
Our bodies were designed by God to heal themselves, but it doesn't just stop there. So number one, He heals us naturally, but number two, write this down, He heals us medically, okay? Now, I know there's all kinds of stuff out there, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you what I believe God does. It's the extension of His healing hand. Into our world, this is exactly why we need to pray and bless our first responders, our doctors, our medical professionals. That's why we have to believe in faith that that, that more answers are going to come, that more cures are going to come. We need to put the full weight of the army of the kingdom of God into this area because we want to believe and continue to see that God actually uses medical professionals to heal us. I've been telling stories about my dad through this series because I'm trying to line up the nature of of God with just some experience and some differences. But I remember my dad was a tough guy. Like, I mean, he, he had a tough childhood. He picked himself up by his bootstraps and made a life for himself. And he never had a sick day. I, I, I just can never remember a time where my dad was like, I'm not going to go to work because I'm sick. He always went to work, which wasn't great you know, when you think about the people he had to work with. But he was just a tough guy. But with us kids, he always told us there's a point. There's a point at which you can, you can go, but there's a point you always know you've got to go see a doctor. Now today, what I would say is that's the moment that we realize that maybe God has a, another answer, that there is something else that we may need to do. And I believe through prayer that God will line up the right person. He will bring the right professional into our lives. You know, when you pray and say, God, I need a doctor, that's a good prayer. Because God answers prayer in many different ways and often it's through people, people he brings into our world. But he heals us medically as well. We're blessed with so many people around us that, 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 that are medical professionals and specialists and some of you all just need to take God's help and go see a doctor. Oh, but I don't like needles. Get over it. Sometimes it takes a step of faith, overcoming some fear, but God heals naturally medically, but he heals also supernaturally. This is the supernatural power of God in a moment. I've seen it with my own eyes where he will heal you. And this is why, because he wants to. And I want to, I want to come against the enemy today. My goodness, I've heard people say that God doesn't want to heal. That's just, that's just a lie from the pit of hell. God wants and he wills to see you well. I know that because it's in the Scriptures, Matthew 8. This is when Jesus encounters a leper. And the leper came to him, it says in verse 2, you can put it up there, and knelt before him, postured him before God. Think about this for a moment. And says these words, Lord, if you will, make me clean. You see Jesus' response, the Son of God, look what he says. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately, the supernatural power of God, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. If you've ever wondered if God wants to heal you, there's your proof. Right there. Listen to me, friend. We either believe this or we don't. We either believe that this is God's word that these are the words of Jesus. And we got to understand that when you stand on the Word of God, you're standing on Jesus' words. And you're declaring to the enemy, you're declaring to the forces that are at work, you're declaring to the people around you, God wants me healed. I know this because He wills it. He wants it for me. Some of you just need to start believing that God wants to heal you. 
You just need to start believing it. And maybe it just might be a step of prayer and saying, God, I believe today. I'm choosing. It might be against what you've, you've grown up knowing. It might be against maybe what you've understood or maybe this is negative thinking. We've got to get over that and believe what the Bible says and what the Word of God and just start to pray and say, God, I want to choose right now to believe. I think a great prayer we can pray is, Lord, help my unbelief because I want to believe. God will answer that prayer, but God wants you healed. He wants you whole. It's His will for your life. Supernaturally, when we pray, we pray in the name of Jesus. That's the power when we pray. That's where the power comes from. So James, in chapter 5 of James, which is Jesus' half-brother, says this, If anyone among you is suffering, let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who's sick and the Lord will raise him up. You know, this happens all over our church. I reached out to our prayer team leader this week and I said, hey, can you just, can you just share some? There are so many, I don't have time to read them. But I reached out to Alex Reese and I was like, hey, just, just, just send them on in. Give them to me. Just the latest ones. And she sent me these ones. A baby girl was in ICU with a respiratory virus and was healed recently. A gentleman had a stroke and the doctor told his family he would never walk again or move his right arm. He, prayed, he began walking and using his right arm within two weeks and went home healed. Yeah. A father was in hospital with blood clots in both his lungs. The situation wasn't good. He was healed a few days later and went home, completely healed. A young woman had COVID and went to the hospital in Germany where she was stationed with oxygen levels that were very low. She was healed and released. We prayed for an elderly man who was sick and doctors couldn't figure out what was happening. That's what I love right there. They couldn't figure it out, but God knows what he's doing. He, could, he couldn't walk. He could barely speak. A couple of months later, he began to improve. When the doctors ran more tests, his blood work showed he was completely healed from everything. Listen to this. Even diabetes and sleep apnea that he'd had for over 30 years, healed. And I could go on and on and on, but the reality is this. God is a healer and He wants you healed. And then number three, just as we finish, is this. Jesus is our ultimate healing. And it's three ways. Because you'd be like, well, how does that work? Well, first of all, Jesus has completely healed you from the penalty of sin. It's healed, it's done, it's taken care of. The cross is enough. But then He's healing us from the power of sin right now. In our lives, in our journey, in our overcoming, you know, we're called to overcome. And He's healing us from that as we go on in life. He's helping us, giving us the power to overcome the, the power of sin in our lives. And then finally, is that ultimately Jesus will heal us from the presence of sin. The presence of sin in our lives. That's why it says in John 14, just one example. Jesus said this, He said, Let not, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself. Where He's taking us is a place where there is no sin. Think about it for a moment. 
a place where there's no sickness, no disease, no crying, no weeping, no pain, no sin. Jesus is our ultimate healing. And we can grab a hold of that today because God is our healer. Would you stand with me? Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.